You're listening to the Digital Insurance Agent Podcast. In each episode, we explore the latest trends, tools, and strategies for growing your insurance agency in the digital age. Join host Carl Willis, a seasoned financial services digital marketing consultant, as he interviews industry experts, shares success stories, and provides actionable tips to help you stay ahead of the curve and build a successful and sustainable insurance agency in today's ever-evolving market. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this show is the ultimate guide to help you modernize your business and thrive in the digital world. Hey, welcome to the Digital Insurance Agent Podcast. I'm Carl Willis, and joining me today is Evan McGuffey from MetaZews, and he's going to be talking a little bit about his own experience uh, in the insurance industry dealing with Medicare supplements, and uh, he found a a need that uh, he needed in his own business and has created a solution that's going to be helpful to many of you out there. And so, Evan, welcome today. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Carl. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and give us a little little of your background, tell us a little bit about your history and uh, kind of what brought you to this point. We'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got started in insurance March of 2020. So right when COVID hit, doing life insurance with Family First Life. And it was awesome. I got my insurance license in February of 2020. And little did I know that two weeks later, I would be losing my job. The entire world was shut down. I was living in Las Vegas at the time. Uh, working on the strip, running a club crawl. So I went from, in the matter of about a month, I went from taking 100, 150 drunk people from bar to bar, club to club on the Vegas Strip to doing solely insurance. And so, you know, I lost my job. I didn't have any money. I was making probably 35 grand a year at that point, like three grand a month. And, but I had a couple of credit cards and I was able to buy leads. So I put, bought some leads with the credit cards, went to work uh, and did really well. Um, with Family First Life, I was a Hall of Fame producer doing life insurance. I actually paid 405000 in a 12-month period. I spoke at a convention. I opened up an office with Sean Mike. I was the young, running and gunning guy that he would bring around and talk about. Um, but at that point in time, you know, I was building up an agency, and I didn't have the skills. Like, looking back on it now, I feel like I could have managed it now. But at the time, I didn't have the scales or mental bandwidth to justify the extra time and attention that I was able, that I had to give to agents uh, day in, day out for an extra, I was making an extra like five, 10 grand a month. And for me, I'm like, dude, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I don't want to deal with all this BS. I'm putting out fires. People are coming to me complaining. And listen, listen, at the time I didn't have the skills. I know now how to better manage people and deal, deal with that situation, those sort of situations and set expectations properly. But I said to myself, hey, listen, I'm just going to give away my agency and just start doing Medicare, build up a book of business, get some passive income rolling in after a month and go from there. And so I transitioned two years ago, right about now, Carl, to Medicare solely, um, just focus intently on that. And I broke a couple records at the FMO that I uh, went to that specialized in really high Medicare production. Um, I did 400 apps in my first seven months, and I was the first person to hit 600 uh, in their first 12 months to a Medicare. And that was awesome, but 
I had about 100 to 120 people fall off the books after my first year. And so with Medicare, it's all about retention. I got really excited when I got into the game where it's $25 a month, $300 a year for every client that you have in the books. To me, I'm saying, how quickly can I get to 400 people, right? 400 times 25 a month, that's 10 grand a month. We're rocking and rolling at that point. So I hit it in seven months and I got to 600 people in a year, but 100, 150 fell off. And I'm like, wait a second, if I'm just going to build up this book of business to lose it, what the hell is going on? How do I better retain clients? And me coming from life insurance, after a year of anybody having on the books, the life insurance, if they fall off, no big deal, right? I'm not getting a charge back. I already got my nine months plus 10, 11, 12. So I wasn't in my repertoire to really call people after a year, touch base through the five points, what a lot of sales trainers do. So I'm also saying to myself, these people are leaving my book of business without me knowing it. And they're getting switched to this plan, that plan. They're talking to a telemarketer over the phone or some call center. And I have clients that are leaving me without realizing that they're leaving me, getting put on a plan, just talk to somebody over the phone and not realizing it. And I'm saying to myself, there's got to be some sort of technology out there that will tell me when my client signs up for a new plan. Because normally as an agent, we don't find out that our client set up for a new plan once that new plan is already effective. Right. With life insurance, it's totally different. But with Medicare, you know, I won't find out that one of my client, like right now it's AEP. I won't find out that my client signed up for a new plan during AEP until like the third or fourth of January of 2024, once that new plan is already effective. And at that point, Carl, it's non-compliant for me to reach out to my client. Right. Technically, you can't reach out if they've already left your books. But meanwhile, that client had signed up during AEP. In reality, I probably had however many days, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. At the time today, October 24th, I had between now and the 1st of January to talk to that client to make sure that, you know, their change is appropriate for the situation. Make sure that their doctors are all in network, their meds are all in network. Um, they're not losing some sort of benefit like a food card or utility card that they're relying on, right? Making sure all that stuff is, is proper, making sure that they're not going to, you know, not have that in the future if they're switching to a new plan, that doesn't make sense. So I couldn't find the software anywhere. And so I was like, hell, I'm gonna figure out a way to build it. That was about a year ago. And October 1st of this year, right before AEP of 2024, uh, we went live and we had a great uh, reception so far. We got a bunch of agents using it and having a lot of success with it. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about how the software works. What's what's kind of the workflow that an agent could expect uh, using yeah. that software? Yeah. So the biggest thing for me was just make it easy. Um, no agent is excited about adding an, a new software to their tech stack, right? You got your CRM, you got your dial, whatever. Um, having another thing in there is is no fun. So the way that MediZeus works is it integrates with every CRM on the planet. We made it super simple to integrate. It takes about 10, 15 minutes to pull your data from your CRM into MediZeus. And then what MediZeus will do is it'll find all your clients' MBIs, data births, and then it'll fetch the most current eligibility data on each one of your clients in one click. So you can run your entire book of business, fetch data on everybody in one click. And after about five or 10 minutes of fetching, it'll return the most current data. So um, I can show you what it looks like, Carl, if you'd like. I can share my screen. Yeah, that'd be fine. Let me set that up. Here you go. Let me just pull it up. All right. So 
Can you all see my screen now? Yes. Oops. I just make this big. Okay, so this is uh, just a static. This is from a couple of weeks ago. This is just a demo. I got a couple of things blurred out just for confidentiality. But this is what the dashboard of MediZeus looks like, and you're going to have all your clients listed in here. Once you hit fit, excuse me. Once you hit fetch data, it's going to return something that looks. It's going to be different for everybody. It's going to look something like this. And so in this first column, you're going to have your clients' MBIs. This is blurred out for confidentiality. You're going to have your clients' data bursts. And then MediZeus is going to return the following data. It's going to return the current contract number, the current plan name, and the current enrollment date. So I can see that this first person has Humana Honor. I enrolled them last June of 2022. The contract number is here in case I want to look it up to go Google the summary of benefits or need to find any details. Now, for these first two people, they're not switching. But for this third person, they are switching. Now, this is current as of two months ago, I mean, two weeks ago, well, a couple weeks ago, actually now, uh, at the end of September, I ran this. And so I have a client who's got WellCare Assist. I can see when they started WellCare Assist, and I can see that that WellCare Assist is ending at the end of the month. Not only that, but I can see, if I scroll over to the right a little bit, I can see that it's ending at the end of the month, and I can see that they're starting on ARP Flex Plan 2 next month. And I have the future contract number, future plan name, and future enrollment date. So not only do I know, Carl, that this person is leaving at the end of the month, but I also know where they're going. And that way, I have all the data and I can do a bit of research before I give them a call and say, hey, do you know that you're going here? Hey, do you know that X, Y, Z? All right. The more data you have, the more ammunition you have when talking to your client. Now, what the other data that MediZeus will pull is if you scroll to the right, it'll pull first name, last name, address, city, state, and zip code. Okay, and this is all current data from CMS. We got approval to pull data in real time in a bulk manner and be able to display it to you. So first name on file, last name on file, address, city, state, zip. The other cool thing is we pull their current LIS level. And not only that, but with the copayment percentage too. So this person has L, he's got level one, 100%. If somebody has partial, if you come down, it's going to show L4, level 4, 25%, 50%, 75%. And then we have the Medicaid indicator. So whether they have Medicaid or not, it won't tell us you know, if it's QMB, SLMB, partial, full. But it'll say if they do or they don't have Medicaid as of when you uh, fetch the data. So as far as a <laughs> workflow goes, I would say as an agent, fetch daily if not daily every other day um this past year i've been using a prototype uh, personally uh, before we were able to get approval and be able to scale this thing and have it be a, a solid product um, i was just i was the only beta tester for a long time i was using uh, i was running medizeus every monday and thursday because those were the two days that i was uh, in the office every other day i was out in the field so now, each agent is going to have a different you know, schedule and workflow, but yeah, just give yourself the most up-to-date data. And I would say it's, it's always better to contact your beneficiary as soon as possible uh, after them taking action on something else. Excellent. So let's just talk about that in your own beta test. You know, how has this, you know, improved your outcomes? What kind of 
results have you seen having this information and being proactive with it? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I originally made the prototype. I mean, I don't, I, I worked with a developer to develop the prototype and we got that first version done December 8th of 2022, right? And AP ends on December 7th and I'm working with them, refining it, testing it, making sure it works properly, doesn't break. And it just so happens the day that we finally got it to work properly and do a full run of my entire book of business was the day after AP. Well, we got it done. And so I saw that I had, I forget what the number was, but it's about like 24 or 25 people leaving. I'm like, holy shit. Well, okay. Time to get to work. And I saved, I spoke to, I spoke to like 12 of them and I was able to save like eight. So I saved eight like that week, if not within a couple of days. And then I showed my upline. I'm like, Ethan, let me run your book, bro. He's like, all right, fine. So he had 34 people that were leaving and he was able to contact and save 12 of them that week. And he's like, dude, you got something here. Like, this is ridiculous. You just saved me 12 people and that's an extra 300, sorry, that's an extra $3,600 that I'm going to make that I otherwise would not have made the next year in renewals. Plus you have the years after that and years after that, that the client stays on the books. So he's like, dude, you got to be able to productize this. You got to be able to package it up, get approval, make it HIPAA compliant and be able to sell to other agents. And I didn't think that that was going to take that long, but I also didn't know necessarily how we were going to do it. So the next eight, nine months were just on getting it airtight, getting an API, being able to pull data in real time from CMS. Uh, that was a legal nightmare, but we made it out and we were able to get everything together for October 1st. Because frankly, Carl, I mean, the way that I was doing it before, I can't tell you how I was doing, but it wasn't... It wasn't the most ethical. Like it wasn't, it wasn't scalable. I couldn't sell it to anybody else. You know, it was like a homemade project. Um, but we got we got everything approved. And yeah, like I said, October 1st was when we were able to go live. Okay. So for for an agent that, that's wanting to use the system, uh, how is that set up? Is that a, a monthly billing that they do with you? Is there a contract? What what's kind of the particulars there? Yeah. So there's a 30-day free trial, no credit card asked. All right. And all you need during sign up is your NPN. What we're going to do is, you know, you enter in your info, your email, your NPN, and then we just validate that you are who you say you are. You don't have any derogatory remarks on your NIP report, NIPR report, excuse me, um, and that you have an active uh, license. And then you have 30 days free trial. You got full features. There's no limits on there. After 30 days, if you want to continue, it's $89 a month. If you want to pay annually, it's there's a 20% discount. I think it comes out to be 828 uh, a year. Okay. Now, sometimes, depending on what organization you're with, you might have uh, a discount provided by your FMO. So if you got a big agency and you want to onboard your agents, contact us directly. We'll put you with an account executive. It might actually be me. And uh, we could get you guys a discount code if you want to onboard. You have a bunch of agents that you want to onboard. Um, and then sometimes, Carl, you know, some LOA shops came to us and they're like, hey, we want to buy seats for our agents. Um, there's a way to do that as well. Okay, perfect. And then is there a, is there a limitation as to the, the amount of data that can be uh, utilized within the program? Yeah, good question. Uh, 2,000 rows per day. That's okay. what we have. All right. Now, we've had a couple agencies reach out to us and they're like, Dude, can we do like 50,000 a day, like 100,000 a day? I'm like, we're working on that future. That'll be an enterprise plan. <laughs> Good. Time, 
we wanted to create something for independent agents first. Uh, but yeah. Good. Good. So so what I, I love about this and, and you you hit it hit it correctly, you know, there's the old saying fortune is in the follow-up. And uh, you know, when you don't know what's slipping out the back door, uh you know, you lose those follow-up opportunities. So definitely a great, great tool to put in the hands of of an agent. Uh, and obviously, the more you follow up, the more connected that individual becomes to you. Uh, so I, I see the the bigger picture beyond just saving those policies annually. Uh, you know, you really can create a, a good long-term relationship. So excellent. Any Any final thoughts that you have for the audience today? Yeah, if you got some geeks in the audience and you want to talk about numbers, I can show you what retention really means to your bottom line. Because when we're developing this, it took way longer than I thought it would. And I'm kind of sitting there twiddling my thumbs and be like, how am I going to be able to demonstrate to agents how much money they're going to save with retention? right? And to agencies, like, <laughs> I need to be able to show them how rich I'm going to make them with this thing. So I made a calculator that breaks everything down year by year and gets into the nitty gritty. Uh, we don't have to get that much into the weeds, but I'll give an overview uh, for you if you'd like. Fantastic. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So let me just pull it up. All right. Let me share my screen. Okay. So this is Medizeus.com. If you go to LTV calculators, just click that. And LTV does not mean loan to value. LTV means lifetime out. All right. So... LTV, in this case, for a Medicare agent, is the amount of money that you will make from having a client over the average lifetime of them being your client. Okay, so we get paid $300 a year, 25 bucks a month. But what does that really mean over time? And how do we have an idea of how much money the average client, uh, I can't say will pay us because they're not paying, but how much money we'll make from each client. Uh, so this calculator will do that. You know, I tried to find something out there, couldn't find it. So we had to build it. So the way that this guy works is you have your annual production. So let's say, Carl, you're a solid agent. You produce 300 plans a year. Awesome. And let's just say your persistency is 84%. And I'm going to show you why we're going to use that number in a second. Let's just put it at 84. Hit calculate. And we'll see on the right the graph. And if we look at these numbers below, commission per MA plan, street level is 301. All right. And your true Medicare Advantage production is 252. What does that mean? You got 300 policies, 84% stuck on the books. That really only means you got paid on 252 of them. Now, your LTV per policy is 1348. Okay. And we calculate that for you. Now, the LTV per policy at 87% is 1579. If you change this number to like 350, it isn't going to change the LTV. Because it's the LTV per policy. It doesn't matter how doesn't matter how many policies you have. So this these two numbers right here work off of your persistency percentage because that's what determines your lifetime value. If you keep people longer, then you're going to get more money over time. And you can see that at 84%, we're in the green here on the graph, and you have the uh, orange 87. You can see that they slowly diverge. All right, 87%. You're obviously keeping more year after year, year after year. And over time, you can see how your book of business looks over 10, 11 years. When we scroll down to commissions, we can see this play out where rubber hits the road. So you have your first year, you made 75 grand, 63 grand, 53. 
And after 10 years, your total commission, Carl, would be 404,427, meaning that you wrote 300 people, 84% stick on the books on average year over year. And after 10 years, if you didn't do anything else and you only produced 300 for one year, you'd have a net of 404,000 at the end of 10 years. If you had 87% stick on the books, you'd have 473,000 after 10 years. That first year would be three grand more, the next year would be five grand more, the next year would be six grand more, and you can see that. Now, the reason that I use 84% is because I just want to demonstrate a 3% difference. All right, this is only 3%, 84 versus 87%. A 3% difference in persistency doesn't sound like a lot. Nobody gets excited when I tell them, oh, I'm going to increase your persistency, 3%. But when I show them, you're going to get an extra 70 grand over the next 10 years off of one year of production, that's pretty damn cool. And the biggest thing here, Carl, and you would know this, is that you didn't buy any more leads than you otherwise would have. You didn't spend a single dollar more on marketing than you otherwise would have. You just kept the people longer. And if I really want to get, well, we'll take it up a notch. We're not getting crazy yet. I'll show you what it looks like when it gets crazy. But let's say you do 300 this year and you do 300 for the next couple of years. What does that look like? You do maintain production for how many more years? Four. So that's five years of production in total doing 300 policies per year, about 1,500 uh, in total. So you can see on the graph, you're on the up and up for the first five years. Then you stop producing up to five years and you slowly dwindle down. You can see that your commissions up and up, up and up, and then it slowly dwindles down after year five, year six and on. At the end of 10 years, I'm sorry, at the end of 15 years, because we have the extra five, your total commissions at 84% would be 2 million. Your total commissions at 87% would be 2.368. So that's an extra 360 grand in your pocket Again, you didn't spend any more money on leads. You didn't spend any more money on marketing. You just kept the people longer. Yeah, excellent. And then I told you we were going to get crazy. So let's just say you have an agency. All right. We made an agency calculator because I want to show agencies too. So if you're a really solid agency, you're going to be doing like 10,000 uh, enrollment once a year. That's like a, a solid agency. All right. It could be more. I mean, if you're one of the big boys, then you add a zero, but we're just going to do 10,000. And again, I'm going to do 84%. And then the override per MAPD, that this is what's different against the normal agent calculator is depending on which carrier and what level you are, your override is going to differ, but let's just say it's a hundred bucks just for simplicity and you hit calculate. All right. The difference is going to be 4.4 versus 5.2 million in overrides, right? That's just straight revenue to your bottom line. That's an additional 800 grand. And we're only talking about one year, all right? One year of production. And if we add and we say, hey, we're going to kill it, we're going to do 10,000 for the next, this year, the next four, so five years in total. You do the calculation, you're looking at 22. 0.3 versus 26.2. So it's like an additional $4 million. Again, you didn't spend any more money on marketing or leads and you service your clients longer and better. You just retain the people that you had. That's the beauty of retention.
Yeah, excellent. Yeah, those are great numbers. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, this has been a, a great uh, interview. And uh, if you want to know more about the MediZeus software, uh, we've got a link you can go to. It's agentbrandingandmarketing.com forward slash MediZeus. And that will take you directly to their page. Uh, you can play with the calculators and uh, reach out to Evan if you've got other questions. Evan, it's been great having you on the podcast today. Looking forward to seeing where this goes for you. And uh, I think you've got a, an excellent platform that's going to be a great value to any agent that's uh, listening today. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Carl. Absolutely.